Whether it's bad planning, bad luck, bad timing, or bad inventions, well-intentioned bad decisions have plagued history for thousands of years. Welcome to Historic Hindsight. Hello and welcome to another episode of Historic Hindsight. I'm John, that's Tom, and today we're going to talk to you about Pikachu! That's right, Johnny! We're going to talk to you about how Pikachu can be used to cure depression! And by Pikachu, what? I yeah. mean... Yeah, we, by, po- by just Pokemon st- Go, right? Yeah, Pokemon Go. You play Pokemon Cures Go, you, you, you All snug the time, him. Yeah. Or what you do is you take Pikachu and you hook him up to some uh-huh. electrodes, and then you take those uh-huh. electrodes and you put them up to a temple, and then you zap the shit out of yourself, and apparently cool. that cures depression in what is known as electroshock therapy or electroconvulsive therapy. So, uh, oh. yeah, and this isn't some archaic thing that was done decades ago that we don't... 40s and 50s, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're in today is... and still used. And today. Today. Still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. So, so we are sh- we are uh, the old timey old timey medicine like, coming horror, horror movie mental insane asylum coming. bit where they yep. they take them to the second floor or whatever and, and they come back and they're pff, gone. Yep, still do that. What, you know, brain dead. They we're doing that. Yep. So today the treatment uses between 70 to 120 volts of electricity from 100 milliseconds up to 6 seconds to create an electrocurrent that will, you know, reset the brain, so to speak, or at least that's the idea. And by reset the brain, I mean it's going to cause you to have a seizure, and their thought is that by having a seizure it will get their brain back into alignment the way that it's supposed to. I'm sorry. I I was not aware that a seizure was just a human hard reset. I, Apparently that's what it that's what they're saying it is though. I I don't. So 70 to yeah. 100 volts. That I've done the 9 volt battery on my tongue to test it to see that if hurts. you know make sure it's still good and you know it doesn't hurt but you it know it, feel good. You, you you get yeah you get a little little thing with it. This and, is uh, uh this is so 70 times. So 70 yeah, yeah ten so times 10 times it, it essentially. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yikes. Uh, okay. And then I'm not going to really we're not going to today's not going to be talking about the ethical use of it like in the current form and whether we should or shouldn't do it, but we're going to give a little bit of the dark history on, on where yeah, like it came how from. Did it, how did it start, so, maybe? Uh, yeah, Why so, did we start doing this? Yep, 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 yep. So ECT that goes, uh, it goes okay. all the way back to 1938, and it's done by an Italian physician, Hugo Cerletti. Hugo Cerletti. Oh, Cerletti, yeah. uh, Who, uh, I got that one. I can do some Italian. Yeah. Cerletti. That's a me, a Mario. That's all it is. He used it to treat depression, which, by the way, it like, I said it's still what it's kind of used for today is, is depression mm-hmm. um now the idea here is that the previous uh, uh thing that was used to treat mental health at that time uh was a lobotomy where they take uh, a metal <laughs> rod and shove that into your temple and go yep fixed it and by fixed it they turned you into a fucking zombie where you just yeah basically really didn't they didn't they basically just stab a portion of the brain that was meant for uh, some type of functional, yeah, like the frontal lobe, yeah, yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever? Yeah, and they're just fucked that and up. And it just it makes you really passive. And, so, but, oh, now you're fine. But if you're a paranoid schizophrenic who's violent, stabbing that front part of the brain makes you not violent anymore, and it makes yeah. you well, it makes you not do anything anymore. It makes you sit in a right. chair and just stare off into the blank nothingness void of. Which, uh, kind of to be fair to the people at the time, if you were a paranoid schizophrenic who's violent, you're you're in a mental hospital. Yeah, yeah. These forever, are, these are anyway. Same. And so, at least you're less of a problem for the attendants or whatever they call the Yeah. Yep, yep, you're right. Yeah, the, the attendants, the, well, I don't know what they call them. 
Resident? 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 No, resident. resident. I, don't resident. I don't know. Nurse? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Leave it Doesn't in the matter. comments. Tell us what it is. At first, ECT was used to induce seizures, like I said, because they thought inducing a seizure would cure schizophrenia. Doesn't. Why? I don't. Just, I, they just thought maybe, maybe. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Maybe we can do this. And I'm not entirely because they thought it was something to do with thinking that the frontal lobe and uh, uh, like there's a in, like incorrect electric pathway or something in the brain, and okay. by creating a seizure, it would straighten it all out. Okay, so literally, it's a, a hard reset. <laughs> and and to be fair, <laughs> now to be do. fair, one of the, one of the side effects of electroshock therapy is is oh. temporary amnesia, and a lot of times when patients okay. do get electroshock therapy, they do uh, they do forget that they're sad about things, and they don't remember the treatment at all itself. And uh, and they also um, they tend to start like if you're in a schizophrenic state, it does stop you from hallucinating <laughs> in that schizophrenic state from doing a lot of things but sure. it also stops okay you so so this things. was a so you can see why it, it would keep going this was a moderately successful experiment at yes least. They, they were so, they were seeing results that were favorable according to what i mean there's got to be at least something sort of to it we'll get into that a little bit later uh, because mm -hmm. i basically still used today ethically or unethically but it's still used today uh, now uh, his his initial uh, the initial medication that was out there for schizophrenia besides a lobotomy was also a chemical medication that would also induce seizures because it's not like he was some nut that thought oh well seizures fix it this is actually something that that was common medicine at the time because uh, okay. because the next so best treatment was like yeah was it was a chemical uh, uh uh medication that would do the same thing so he's trying to find an okay. alternative to it that is a lot cheaper than 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 chemicals electricity healing costs right and i would imagine also with any time you're dealing with with chemical stuff there's going to be other things in it that might cause other side effects or reactions yeah. or people might be allergic to it might not be able to do it and so everybody can get shocked, right? Yeah. Just ask the cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't tase me, bro. Uh, so he begins his experiments by practicing on dogs uh, at first. Um, and... Have you met a sad dog? Well, he's trying to get a seizure. He's seeing uh, if, if just, electricity can induce a seizure. Just giving not. seizures to, to dogs. dogs. That's yeah. nice. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Christ almighty. And like I said, and the positive side effect of this is they learn that they're So the very first use of electroshock therapy was at the Clinic for Mental and Nervous Diseases in Rome on April 11th, 1938. Uh, their patient of choice, uh, who's nameless, uh, is a homeless vagrant that was delusional and speaking gibberish, and the local police picked him up, thought he was just another schizophrenic homeless man that didn't have any family or anything, and were like, well, we're going to do you a favor by taking you to the local insane asylum where maybe they'll give you some medication. Little did they know yeah. that they were inadvertently volunteering him to take part in a experimental procedure that he had absolutely no consent or say in whatsoever. Which that's a bit of a problem. Can I say I'm a little bit surprised given the time frame of this that uh, this was not uh, tried and invented by uh, Nazi scientists? Well, you got to remember, uh, it is 1938. Rome is fascist, and Rome is, you know, Italy, okay, Italy so is sort a part. Of yeah, in, Italy, so, yeah. yeah, Italy is a part of the whole <laughs> Nazi thing. So, okay, uh, so it was a little bit them. of that. Yeah, so it's because at this, at this point in time, and, and I mean, despite how horrid everything was that they did, when you don't have any sort of, like, moral obligation to conduct ethical studies you can learn a whole lot 
real, real fast. Yeah, you sure. Um, you know, sure, it comes at the cost of thousands or millions of lives, but you learn a lot of science real quick. You, you, uh, he was at least doing it on dogs to start with to see if they got seizures. That's not a uh, common practice among the Nazis from what I've uh, understood. No, they just kind of started. They, they, they just kind of started with the people, and it's just like, oh, well, you're... You it know, didn't work. Less than people, according to us, so it's fine. It's the same thing, essentially. Uh, so Soletti was looking for a guinea pig that was um, <clears throat> expendable, that nobody would be looking for if uh, things went wrong. Uh, and uh, and yeah. But they, they, clearly they knew that there was something going on that, that wasn't quite right, because uh, from their initial reports, the nursing staff continued to look out in the hall to see if anybody was coming while they hooked this guy up to electric probes. So I think I think everybody's like, we pro- <laughs> like this is probably a little yeah, unethical, <laughs> but uh, as long as nobody watches, we're fine. You know, they, you know, it's. Uh, I'm sure they had a bit of a moral dilemma themselves. You know, even if it isn't they, by law unethical, like you're still these are especially like the nurses and everybody else. They are nurses helping a doctor who's telling them what to do. Yeah. And what do we learn from World War Two? Is I just followed orders. I just followed and orders. So yeah, they're they're trying to make sure no one sees them while they're following those yep. orders. Yep. Uh, <laughs> can't blame them. Well, and by those dogs that we were talking about earlier, yeah, that he tested on, half of them died. Uh, uh, so knowing yeah. knowing that half of them, yeah, knowing that half of his animal patients died, he thought, yep, totally, totally ready to test on humans, even though uh, half the animals. You're died. looking at it rather pessimistically, Tommy. Half yeah, of them survived. survived. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, he started half empty, half full. Yeah, he started with 80 volts of electricity. Uh, now remember, the intent is to give a seizure, which he believed would, by inducing the seizure, would reset the brain back to normal. After proving that a human brain could take those 80 volts, because he had shocked the 80 volts, uh, there was mm-hmm. a quick convulse, but not a seizure, just a quick, uh, why he's being shocked, and then... And, and now, maybe you don't know this, maybe somebody else can help, how, why, why does electricity induce seizures? I have no idea. I can't answer that. I'm is, 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 or, I guess, if somebody knows, is a seizure some sort of overactive electrical bits and stuff going on in your brain or what put it in the comments because i i have yeah, no idea let us know that no idea but it can induce it in some way well, it, it somehow sends the the body into a shock type seizure yep uh, reaction so 80 okay. 80 volts went in uh patient was fine he now actually was, was shook a was, little shook and... a little but was awake the whole time talking they questioned him about mm-hmm. it and he goes ah what just happened where uh where am i why am i hooked up to all this shit like what's going on what is it what is this like they could now understand i'm sure they're like success uh but but i wanted to see a seizure so to make sure i see a seizure 90 volts this time so they upped it okay yeah but only by 10 that's only by 10 i mean he's going in increments that's good he didn't just straight but he's like oh it took 80 let's do 160 let's double it and see what happens nope 90 uh this time the patient would convulse for a bit longer but no seizures he did collapse on the bed his heart did stop and he wasn't breathing for a few seconds afterwards uh he did shoot up after a few seconds of being legally dead because his heart stopped and he wasn't breathing uh yeah. <laughs> he actually yeah. uh, uh, shot up in bed after those few seconds uh and uh and he began singing a song That's johnny fun. he what? began singing one of the popular songs of the time <laughs> Hello, my garland. Hello, my baby. That, Hello, my garland. Yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever Italian song was on the radio. Oh, my God. So, okay, so they obviously, I mean, they tapped into something there. 
Like that, it, it's kind of like uh, people going into comas and waking up speaking different languages or something. Yeah, like, yeah, they hit. They, like hit that, they, 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 they cross some wires, so something's working. Something, something's working in somewhere. some fashion. Maybe, maybe not successfully, but it's working. Yeah, it's working. <laughs> uh, but again, results are being getting had. Salietti is not, not, not happy because there was no seizure, so he goes 110 volts this time. Uh, by this time, the other doctors that were in the room and the nurses are like, maybe we should give him a break. We just, uh, yeah, we, this is just this is just bang bang. bang. This is so yeah, this, this, bang, this bang, is bang, an bang. afternoon of testing. Yeah, this is this afternoon isn't, testing, yeah. Oh my like, god! Can we at least like let him relax and we'll <laughs> let get, the brain get, recover a little bit, it, please? Pick it, pick it back up tomorrow. And Sir Lietti's oh, like, no. Did you see no. that? He came up and he was singing. Let's see what else we can get him to. Third test. Uh, this time uh, he does actually have a seizure. Then stops breathing, heart stops for 48 seconds this time before he wakes up briefly, like sits up in bed and then falls back <laughs> down sleeping uh, with with normal, with yeah, with normal, uh, you know, uh, 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 vitals. So with electricity, they stopped his heart for 48 seconds. Yes. And then also it, with electricity, we seizure. restart the heart. Gave him a seizure. The, uh, yep. the yep, yep, stuff. Yep, gave electricity him is wild, Electricity man. is wild. Gave him a seizure. After this, Serlietti proclaims that electroshock therapy is a success. It doesn't induce <laughs> induce seizures. And and he started singing and talking normal, so must have worked. But I mean, yeah, right? I peer review that shit. You do it. It's going to work every time, just like that. Yep. Uh, by the 1940s, it becomes wildly popular across the world, including the United States, to treat all sorts of mental disorders in, uh, in state-ran psychiatric hospitals. And a lot of this, again, is more how do we make these violent... And, and look, I was a social worker for years. I worked in a, in a, in a facility that, that dealt with severely mentally uh, uh, you know, disabled individuals. And, uh, and they, you, know, you know, violence towards staff is a thing. And as a staff member that had violence on to them, I can understand the idea of going, hey, can we, well, can we figure out a way to stop us from getting our asses kicked? Right. Hence the lobotomies and hence chemical, like, you know, uh, sure. induced, uh, whatever they call that, chemical-induced, like, comas and that kind of stuff. Comas, yeah. No, yeah. yeah, and I, I think at a, at a certain point you have to kind of take a, take a look at, if you're going to try to understand how this came about and why, you have to take a look at the, the, the position that all of the employees were put in. Yeah. They are in a hostile environment. Hostile environment. And have to be with people who just, I mean, they're schizophrenics, they, they have multiple personalities, they are violent, violent tendencies, like they could be a danger at any time. And that's, so yeah, they're going to try to find any way they can to subdue, uh, those aggressive tendencies, and th th this obviously worked uh, to some extent. Now, um, I, I, I looked it up just a, a minute ago. Uh, electrocution, death penalty? Yes. Uses between 500 and 2,000 volts. Oh. So, you know, it, it's quite a range. I don't know why it's such a large range. But essentially, they were making him one-fifth dead with their <laughs> with 110 their, yes. volts or 100 volts or whatever, yeah. uh, which makes sense because it stopped for 48 seconds. So. No, one-tenth dead. There you go. <laughs> I mean, um, now, like I said, if used under the right conditions with consent, the FDA at least has said that there isn't necessarily anything wrong with, with electroshock therapy. Now, uh, my wife did say, I told her that this is what we were doing tonight, and she said one of her friend's uh, husband's... Um, was like at a point where he was suicidal, uh, very depressed, and everything else, and checked him and himself into a facility and requested 
electroshock therapy, and it had seemed to work for him. Yeah, and, and uh, it was a kind of a night and day difference. And I am know, not maybe, maybe they've maybe they've ironed out the wrinkles a little bit. Well, they <laughs> figured yes. out the right voltage. So by the 1940s, <laughs> consent, however, wasn't there, and understanding of mental health wasn't right. great. So at that time, there was no anesthetics used. Currently, today, we do use anesthetics with it. So we put the patient mostly under, so they're not you know awake while the so shit's going of on. Doing it. And so instead of doing it to the patient, you are doing it to the brain the and brain. allowing yeah. them to not feel yes. any of yeah. that. Uh, and, uh, and they also use muscle relaxers because the early tests Ooh, of this would cause yeah. such high seizures and convulsions that it would break the spine. Break the spine? I thought you were just going to say like no. it would tear their muscles up. No, they would. People broke their spine yeah. through convulsing? That on enough of an occasion that they started giving them muscle relaxers. Now, the problem with the muscle relaxers are that they were giving them such high doses that they weren't able to move. And so if you take somebody who's delusional, having hallucinations, a paranoid schizophrenic, and you strap them down on a table. And paralyze them? Punch them full of drugs. chemicals that paralyze them and then shock the hell out of the brain. I can only imagine how terrifying that is for them oh, what they're going oh, through. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, the entire situation for somebody who really doesn't know what's going on, just being strapped down is enough to... I mean, you strap me down, If you, even if you told me I was strapping you down, I'm going to start freaking out. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah, a bit not... claustrophobic. Like, it's not going to... Like, that's why I'm, I'm a bit terrified that at some point in my life I'm going to be, like, involuntarily checked into a mental hospital and I'll never be able to get out. Uh, because like I won't be able to convince them that I I that you're normal not insane and or whatever. you can get electroshock therapy in that case, Johnny. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, and yeah. then I'd just be a robot. I wouldn't. Yeah, you uh, wouldn't know. It's terrifying now, to me. Uh, and and all these uses of for like I said for for currently in modern day we do use it for suicidal ideation. We do use it for schizophrenia. Mm -hmm. We do use it for like other mental health disorders, depression, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, but back when they started in the 1940s, 50s, and 60s, we're like. Yeah. We can use it for Everything. anything. Every, and one of those such uses was gay conversion therapy, Johnny. Which oh, came, so the original idea of gay God yeah the, the original idea of gay conversion therapy was kicked off in, in 1899 by a German psychiatrist 1899 by German psychiatrist Albert von Schreck Nutzing, uh, who claimed that he turned a gay man straight with 45 hypnotherapy treatments and several trips to a brothel. So this sparked the whole idea that you can take a gay man and turn him straight. Now, I was pretty sure that homosexuality arose in like the 60s or 70s with the hippie movement. And, and no, the homosexuality has always, always, no, always been. Are you telling yeah. me that, that homosexuality has been around for longer than that? Yeah, I'm telling you that's Perhaps been throughout the entirety of the human race? Yep, I am telling are you. Are you telling me it might be a natural phenomenon that occurs in the wild too, Tommy? I'm, I'm just I'm saying that there are mm. monkeys that have sex with male monkeys. Male monkeys on male um, monkeys. So it happens. Mm. Anyways. Uh, Maybe they need some electroshock therapy. The first use of electroshock therapy. European gay conversion was Robert Galbraith Heath, uh, who's a psychiatrist in New Orleans, New Orleans, uh, who's going to pioneers using of electroshock therapy and conversion treatment. And mind you uh, that they actually used lobotomy previously in gay conversion therapy. So you gay? What? Don't want to be gay? We're going to lobotomize you. Now you're not. Okay, so I, now you're not thinking about anything. So straight you now, are. Now was this uh, uh, self-loathing homosexuals who wanted to not? Be that, or maybe, or was this? Uh, a my my cousin brother 
uncle whatever might be gay and we need to zap the hell out of him and maybe give him a lobotomy a little, to a little bit of both, get rid of it. A little bit of both. Okay. I'm sure that uh, there are definitely the people great. who are self-loathing and went in there and and there was definitely the people right, who... Right, they're like, why? I, they, they, because yeah. of the way that we treated them, they felt they were broken in yeah. some way and wanted to fix it because of course, like, why, if you're going to be hated by everybody why would you why would you not so you know little and then there's definitely the parents who sent little definitely parents who sent their kids to do this too yeah yeah. uh in in addition to the shock therapy that was often not consensual in these treatments uh, right he would hire prostitutes and subject his patients to heterosexual porn which is hilariously stupid because i'm when i hear heterosexual porn i'm assuming that it's it's straight porn like man on sure, woman. male female so yes. uh you're you're still subjecting this gay man to um a male body yeah so I don't, they do are they not unaware that uh straight men and women both uh enjoy watching uh heterosexual porn yeah and, and yeah i guess they, i don't like know. <laughs> I, 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 it's like that, that like ron white has a has an entire joke about how like every guy's a little bit gay right because like uh, <laughs> yeah i love that he's joke. like you ever watch porn oh yeah you just watch lesbian porn no i watch man fuck a woman and then they're like you like seeing a little shriveled up no i like a big fat cut co- and then oh you know, i did not know about that <laughs> yeah so uh, and then uh, if that didn't work, Johnny, if electroshock therapy is subjecting to straight porn and lots of prostitution, that didn't work. Then they were going to so use... it's like prostitution. Like he would they would he like, buy him a um, hooker? So so they 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 uh, hired somebody to rape them. Yes. Okay. Yes. Great. Just uh, want to make yeah, sure yeah. that was clear. Yeah, that, um, yeah, we're clear. Yeah, because that's what happened. They hired no. somebody to rape if, these men. If that didn't work, uh, they would use electroshock therapy as a uh, as an aversion therapy. So they would show them pictures. <laughs> they would show oh, them God. pictures of gay pornography and you know the male form naked, and then they would shock the shit out of them, going, "Didn't like that, did you? If I do this enough, every time you see a, a man naked, you're gonna think, ow, I don't like that.'" And so it did, did instead did instead of uh, it happening the way they thought did it instead they Pavlov dog these people into they pav- like yeah they Pavlov oh, these people I see something I like and I'm getting electrocuted now I like electrocution <laughs> and this is where like that that that, that electrocution fetish was born I'm, probably you're probably 100 percent right on that one yeah so now aside <laughs> from the gay therapy conversion treatment electroshock therapy was super common in treating women with postpartum depression depression hypersexuality hypersexuality so if you're hypersexuality too, yeah, if you're too, if you're, why are why are we treating uh, well because at this at this time not to get into a huge because this is a whole other argument you know thing the first dildo uh vibrator came out as a uh, because if women were if they enjoyed sex which they weren't supposed to do it was supposed to be for making babies so if the women enjoyed sex and were seeking out sex they would go to a doctor and the doctor would massage the demons out of them by massage he's finger blasting them until they get an orgasm uh and then one way to do this at home to save money from those doctor bills is they created a, a vibrator and the electronic device that vibrated and the women can massage themselves to get the demons out that's true how like vibrators and stuff came about to now, get the demons out because they the, thought a, a hypersexualized woman was was an evil woman so they would use electroshock therapy if you were a very so they gave her sexual pleasure at any time she wanted to make her less hypersexual well that yeah that, there's that treatment or there's the electroshock treatment where they uh where they shock the hell uh, out of your brain because you're fun. like all right you you like sex too much we're all gonna right shock time you. to break you which what guy 
what guy marries a I mean, woman? That's what like, I'm getting well, at. Nope, she's got too. Well, I mean, unless I guess she's to be she's fair, fucking your neighbor. That, that might be. Well, a no, 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 no. I mean, to be fair, Viagra had not existed. That, at this point. That's true. And that's true. I'm guessing a lot of uh, 50, 60 year old men were marrying 18 to 22 year old women that and, had a drive that was uh, higher than theirs. Yeah, you, you might yeah, you probably yeah. you, you were onto something there. And they would also use it for pregnancy depression while the baby, you know, while the mom was pregnant. Women while often, pregnant, yeah, often suffer, suffer from depression, and uh, mm-hmm. so. So they, they deemed that this was safer to, to, to treat women's depression while pregnant because it was safer to the baby than other medication alternatives, which may be true, Maybe. but I'm pretty Maybe. sure if you zap the um, mom and you kill her, baby ain't gonna make it. Yep. Now, legally today, uh, in the United States, treatment of electroshock therapy uh, has to be consensual. That is unless it's ordered by a court. So, um, there are... Court order can be... So, so that's basically... You, saying that the core is overriding because if somebody's not of sound mind yeah, if they're a danger to self or others it could potentially be used so this is it's more commonly used as a court order for somebody who's actively suicidal they can okay. be put on a 72-hour hold and while they're on a 72-hour hold they can get electroshock therapy and and now are we using the same amount of voltages are we still inducing seizures today it's between 70 and 120 volts and it's, okay, and so it's, still, and it's yeah. the most you're going to get is six seconds at a time is yeah, but most of it's like 100 milliseconds so very quick zaps so literally just a zap of electricity through your body to try to yeah restart and it's not the, the 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 gear here isn't to create that that seizure although it, Okay. It can't happen. It can't happen, but that's not. not They're not. So they've realized that it wasn't the seizures that was uh, was providing the the benefits. It was the bits of uh, electricity, essentially. Yeah, that's that's going through the brain, restarting Mm -hmm. those neurons, so to speak. Now, in American history, we have entirely been fair to women in court cases. Uh, Britney Spears totally needs her conservatory ship because she is not of sound mind. Uh, So that is a prime example of how this could never be abused onto women who might not be agreeing with their husband, might want to leave their husband. Their husband might make some shit up about how they've said that they're suicidal and get a court well, order. Well, but if they get... made... If, I'm sorry, but Tommy, uh, if they're making something up, it's basically his word against her word, and it's a he said, she said bit, and so the courts are going to have to decide who's telling the truth. And I'm guessing... That male uh, judge? kind of split right down the middle, uh, you know, and they, they listened to, to reason and, mm-hmm. and everything else and yeah. didn't just automatically yep. decide... Uh, with the male and say that oh this woman is hysterical and because you know uh, the majority of judges in the United States she, are male she yeah, really yeah. really doesn't want to get electrocuted and she's really upset about she it is. she's hysterical so she definitely needs to get electrocuted yeah pretty much uh, judges can and do order this treatment up to the day uh, and, and and why you ask because uh, because um, studies have been shown to be somewhat effective like you said you you knew somebody who had yeah. did, did well voluntarily put it in there and did it uh, and I'm not and I'm not saying it's uh, yeah and I'm not saying it's not successful but some of these studies might be a little skewed too because if they're looking at sure. people who are getting it involuntarily putting into a 72-hour hold for, for suicidal ideations mm-hmm. or for depression and uh, and they're getting electroshock therapy which some reports have said it is like torture being done to you I and mean, like being raped because you're being strapped down against your will onto a yeah. table and people are poking and prodding you and kind of like being yeah, that's, there uh, that's messed up yeah. uh there are people who said that yeah that, that survivors of electric electroshock therapy have said yeah i lied to the doctor i said yep totally feel better not suicidal so at all so anymore they, so stop because how do you right? prove yeah how do you prove that how do you prove that they're feeling better how do you prove that they're you not suicidal yeah, how do you prove that, that they're not depressed you and can't. that's the trouble with a lot of uh, psychological type studies is is 
a lot of science is based on, you know, repeatable studies and results. And with most sciences, you it's a hard result. It's numbers based or it's yep. percent based or whatever the case is. Uh, but with psychology, you're, just, you're, you're depending on everybody that you uh, do the study on to Give tell you the honest, truth yeah. and to be honest and to, to have, especially when they're asking, you know, one to ten, where is this? Where's your happiness? This, this, that. It's gonna range every day. Well, yeah, like, and it, that that's very hard to to nail down that type. And of again, science. if it's somebody who's volunteer, like, look, nothing else has worked. I'm at my wit's end. Please sure, help me. Yeah. That's a person you want to. That's it. a person you want to ask those questions to because they're going to be more likely sure. to give you an honest answer. Yep. Somebody who's yeah, not they're seeking help. Yeah, yeah. Somebody who's not voluntary, they're probably gonna be like, "Yep, totally worked. Let me go home." Uh, well, I, I mean, it comes down to uh, the whole psychology of torture, essentially, where torture is a, a useless tool to get information out of people because people are just it's gonna been tell you proven time and time again, they're gonna tell you whatever you want to hear for you to stop doing that. Yep. Yeah. Very much so. <laughs> so, uh, so one of the big side effects of electroshock therapy is suicide, Johnny. So one of the things what? that we're trying to trying to stop uh, suicidal ideation one of the side effects is suicidal ideation which i guess is common along because i mean if you get antidepressant medications almost all of them are like side effect of suicide yeah if if you begin to have suicidal thoughts disuse you know stop use immediately and see a doctor and all that stuff one of uh um and I'm, i'm guessing it's just because that's such a hard part of the brain to treat correctly and everybody's a little bit different and it's all brain chemistry and everything um, now, so I, I guess I can see that. Now, as a leading as a leading side effect, one of the there is a very famous person who died of suicide after getting electroshock therapy. Ernest Hemingway is actually going to commit suicide shortly after receiving uh, electroshock therapy at the Mayo Clinic in 1961. Before he dies, he allegedly tells his biographer, or at least his, this is what his biographer says. His biographer wrote mm-hmm. it down, said that this is what he told so, him, so yeah. we'll take it as that. Uh, he That's says, uh, uh, and I quote, "Well, what is the sense of ruining my head and erasing my memory, which is my cap?" and putting me out of business it, it was yeah. a brilliant cure but we lost the patient which i mean yeah because a big side effect of electroshock sure. therapy is puts you kind of in an amnesic state so uh, yeah well and and a lot of um uh artists or are kind of creative type people who who are depressed or suicidal or whatever they they take medication and it they don't like it because it, it, it just kills it. it. Like, yes, my depression's gone, but now I'm just, I'm a zombie. I am, you know, I, I don't think or feel anything. I'm just going through the days and the motions. And, and it's because it's not the right medication. That's why, like, depression's so hard to, to sort through and to fix is because all the different types of medication and depends on your brain chemistry and everything else. And you have to find the right one or else it's just, it just Doesn't you work, essentially yeah. a walking husk of a person. Uh, and so, yeah, I could see where somebody who makes a living on their writing is like, I can't do that. I need, I need this bit. I of need me. to. I just don't want. Yeah, I the, well, and I need to, part. I think a lot of if you read a lot of Hemingway stuff, it's like I think he kind of needed to be a little sad to make himself good because sometimes yeah. that's, uh, that's how how it works. But it's good to know. Um, and this is kind of we're just wrapping it up now because I mean I could go on for the ethical debate and all that kind of stuff. But um, nah, we don't need to get into uh, that. But, we're a history uh, channel, uh, not an ethical channel. But uh, but it's good to know that uh, <laughs> that that. In the United States, we've progressed. It's 2021 now. We've progressed so mm-hmm. far with mental health awareness and mental yeah. health treatment that we're still using a technique that was developed during World War II by the Axis powers. 
Are, are we still trying to convert the gays with it? <laughs> I'm sure that there are definitely uh, religious institutions that are out there that probably do still try to use it that way. Uh, and, and to be fair, uh, final note here, uh, most of the electroshock therapy is actually done in private clinics. It's not something that's done to a large degree in like actual state-ran hospitals or, or private hospitals. You know, it's, it's those private mental health institutions okay. that are doing it. More so a lot of it these days is more of a, on a volunteer type basis. It's supposed to be, yeah. Today, today it's supposed to be consensual unless court-ordered otherwise. So hopefully they don't Britney Spears you. That's it for this week in Historic Hindsight. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review, and join us next week when we talk about a poor Russian cosmonaut.